You're listening to World Talk Radio, where the world comes to talk. World Talk Radio. We want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Klein Hour, The Power of Water, Your Life, Global, Global Warming, Climate Change, and Your Health. I have been listening a lot to a lot of reports, reading a lot, doing some studies. They are finally understanding worldwide, and there's a, a going to be a lot more investigation, and I hope our radio show begins to bring attention to the world that climate change has always been changing your health. And the earth changes, you change. Everything about life on this earth will continue to change. What can we do to learn and educate ourselves, to improve ourselves, to get better at what we do? I've said along the way with my research, and my field is hydrotherapy and water studies, that we need to learn more about the life of the planet, and that's the water. How much water are you drinking? Now, I have people call me up and say, Sharon, you've started me drinking more water. I feel better. Why is that? Well, it's because along the way in our lives, we decided that formulated something has more importance. We forgot about the, the origination of your body, the self, water, 100% water, no saline in it, water. Safe water, clean water is important. The rivers that flow are vital. The storage of water is vital because there's not enough storage of the water called reservoirs you would not have in case of a serious drought, climate change, or something that's un- unforeseen. Maybe somebody was wrong in their forecast. There's not enough water, like what happened in Georgia and other parts of the world. In Dufar, what are they concerned about? Lack of water. All over the world, lack of water. The show each week is the, is the mission to bring guests to our show that are not paid, they're giving their time to care, to share with their educations and their concerns. Today we're going to have Dr. Alan Kadish, who's a naturopathic physician, been practicing for many years, and what we call today an integrative practice, working with other doctors around the world that also are in the practice of medicine. Naturopathic physicians we will learn more about as our show goes on because we want you to learn that doctors today are learning more about herbs, nutrition, and wanting to work with our naturopathic physicians, our therapists, so that we can learn more about bringing our health together and learning more about being proactive and taking a responsibility. We're going to listen to our sponsor, and we'll be right back and with Mr. Pardon me, with Dr. Kadish. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. 
Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. To reach a show host or guest during the live show, dial toll-free in North America, 866-613-1612. Or, if outside the USA and Canada, dial 001-858-268-3068. Dr. Katie, how are you today? Good morning. I am fine, thank you. Well, thank you for joining us again. I know how busy you are, but... What you're providing for our listeners and our future here um, is very, very important, and you've really uh, dedicated your life uh, to uh, being a, a naturopathic physician in lots of research. Tell our listeners a little bit about you. To be succinct, uh, this is year 25, so yes, it's been a while <laughs> um, of integrated care. Um, mm-hmm. I thought perhaps we'd start our conversation. You had sent me some information regarding two of my colleagues having been interviewed, and I'd like to just put one little piece of uh, spin on the interview that took place. That was last week. In our 25 years here in my practice, we've had very, very good integration with other practitioners, MDs, DOs, respiratory, and radiology, and all the other practitioners. We've actually had a very positive experience, and it's not the exception. It's really the rule that we integrate and get the best potential for our clients. Mm -hmm. So it's been something along those lines. And the second piece was that I hope that your listeners really did consistently get the understanding that as a primary care physician, I do prescribe I do surgical procedures, but the majority of the practice is very much based on what do we do to fix the underlying problem, not put a Band-Aid on mm-hmm. the symptom. Mm-hmm. So I think that kind of gives a, just a quick update on the piece that we were looking at from one of your last shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought today perhaps it would be advantageous to have some nuts and bolts approaches on some water aspects that we hadn't spoken of earlier. Okay, that's going to be exciting. I thought that would be up your alley, eh? (laughs) You know, um, I hate to bore everyone because that is my mission, and I I learned long ago, Dr. Kadish, I shouldn't say, I'm sorry if I bore you, I don't care. (laughs) And I started to say earlier um, in my introduction that uh, people are always amazed why is the water working because I am adding more water to my diet, and I've always said, if what happened is the formulations confused everyone, doctor. They think if it's formulated, there's more, uh, there's more importance than something that is not as expensive, not formulated, that is absolute purity and not a saline solution in it or whatever, or add another sugar or an added flavor. Uh, and someone over the weekend called me, and she, her doctor had some very sad reports that she wasn't drinking enough water. And she said, I, you know, you've told me over and over again. And I said, I know. But I said, remember, she said, but I have to, she's an elderly lady, and she said, I have to go to the bathroom more. I said, so what? Well, how about this for an interesting uh, piece to the, I need to urinate more frequently and see the restroom more often. Yeah. It may be, it may be, the best thing you've done for this woman is give her more mobility. I mean, maybe we're looking at it from the wrong angle. Think about this. A breath of life. Especially as an elderly individual, I would rather see her more active, whether it's even as simple as going to the restroom and, needless to say, walking from a room and back, et cetera, getting up and down a few times. That's wonderful. 
That's wonderful, and that in and of itself may be part of the <laughs> healthful piece. Let me ask you at that point, uh, since you brought up my favorite subject. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, what has happened to all of us to want to be so, everything has to be so serious. It either has to be a negative, a positive, or never in between. And water is the primary source of all solvent, all everything, all health of life, and, and you just said it. It is vital. It's the most vital part of your life, and if you include it as a serious part, life and death, part of your life, uh, what can we do on this show to keep encouraging what you're trying to do, what I want to do, uh, with the reason, the power of water? Do we have all the rivers go smaller and deplete and get shallower and the ocean get bigger? What do we do here? But your, your message today, you had some things you wanted to educate us about. I did. So I'll let you go forward. Okay, great. Um, let's talk about some real practical pieces that I think people ought to really consider. First, let's talk about the water supply for a minute, and then I want to expand out to some other aspects. Okay. Um, one of the things that I think is so simple and easy that it behooves us, if you're not on a municipal water supply. So we're going to divide this in two steps. If you're on a municipal water supply, ask them to provide you with some information. It's a free service. Almost every community's water supply um, group, which will be part of the government um, typically, but not exclusively, will give you information about what's the water quality? What are you really drinking? Now, the things you want to look at when you get that report. It is unbelievably complicated initially because you'll see there'll be a whole harangue about everything from turbidity, there'll be information about hardness, you'll see dissolved solids, and it'll, get, it'll look very technical. But the part I'd like to draw your attention to, see whether or not they're really testing for herbicides, pesticides, and other contaminants. And very nicely, a number of the water systems have been very, very aggressive in, in fact, checking, but not everyone. So one of the pieces that's really critical mass for your clients to consider is if you're getting city water, give them a call. Call up the city and say, who's providing my water? And I'd like a report. Generally, it's done twice a year, by the way. Mm -hmm. If you're on a well, the other aspect of this would be to do more than what's called a top seven. You want more information, and it gets pretty darn spendy. But if you're around an agricultural area or some other suspect concern, I really encourage uh, your listeners to give consideration to checking their water supply. You now you're doing something that is, I'm really very happy and pleased you're doing. Um, that is something that we have learned through our research through the years, that the government water testing, they control your knowledge because they believe they know more than you, but do, would you ever understand it? And listeners, that's something that's very, very important. When you go to have a water test, do you understand your test? No, you won't. That's not your expertise. What what could they do? Because it's so it is complex. It and, is, and no two waters are ever the same. That's so correct. how do you uh, how do we get them to let's come up with something for them okay. that they would ask when they go to have the test that they ask for? Well, one of the nice parts is because that remember, if, doctor, if they ask for it, they have to dialogue. 
mm-hmm. on there what they found. It becomes a document of what they found if they ask for certain tests. Then they have to come back on those certain tests and dialogue. The, even though there's this, all this analysis, everything is there, but those they have to dialogue. Well, one of the um, issues that you're always going to face is, as you point out, it's not their area of expertise. That's true. However, you're going and to get them to become experts. You really? may find it absolutely essential, and it could save your life. That's the other piece of this puzzle. This is a you know. A, a I hate very to interrupt you again, piece. but you know, is it possible that through this show, in time? with your help and others' help, that our listeners become, I don't like the word expert, an authority on learning more about the water they're drinking. Absolutely. Wouldn't that be Why exciting? Not? Why not? And I can think Why of a not? couple of ways that could be done. Um, again, getting back to what you're going to see as a document, mm-hmm. there are some great resources that everyone can take advantage of. Okay. One of the easiest is called a water master. Now, this is not universal, but at least in our area and many other areas, particularly if you're more rural, the water master is an individual who literally has water supply issues as their keynote. They are in charge of wells and what have you. Now, an easy way to um, get some good literature on this issue so that you will understand what you're reading, there are many EPA-certified laboratories And if you go to your yellow pages and look under laboratories and it will say water and soil, many of them can supply you with a free booklet, and it will actually give you quite a bit of um, good, solid, layperson-level knowledge to start with. Because you're absolutely right. It's going to be difficult for you to, as an individual, if it's not your area of expertise, to just jump in and go, aha, I'm looking for carbamates or... Uh, organophosphates or something along those lines. But if you call the local laboratories, they have been a wealth of great information, and they will also direct you to say, you know, we have found in our area, because each one's individual, the following types of difficulties. Where are you located? Are you on such and such supply? How old is your home? Because that's the other big piece that we all have the pipes, to talk the pipes. about. You know, uh, just there, right there, right there. Um, they're talking about asbestos in the buildings. They've talked about chemicals. In fact, there was an article out by Associated Press about two weeks ago that they found that they're finding that something that I've said, doctor, that you know too, that indoor conditions could be, probably are worse than outdoors as a pollution pit. But there's another one, pipes, because way back in time, when they were learning to become the plumbing of the pipes, they used certain kinds of metals. They used certain kinds of materials. They used um, certain kinds of uh, glues, putties, or whatever you want to call it, to put the pipes together. Now, why is it that one member of the family maybe has more allergies than other members? Well, are we all allergic to the same things? No. So you hit on one there. Now, when they're going in to talk to, because we use a water lab all the time, every week, every day, and sometimes every day, on what we do on studies, what what would you suggest they ask to go in with your background for the most important parts that, of your knowledge? What would be the request? Okay. Well, the first request that you're going to want to do is sit down with one of their individuals and say, here's my situation. 
my house is X, Y, and Z old. We've had or replaced certain types of fixtures. I'm a little concerned about what my water supply may or may not have. I would not go in with an assumption. I'd really caution anyone. Just go in with oh, the right. opportunity to say, I'm not sure, but we're going to find out but, what's well, I'm, going I'm on. I'm wanting to do some study, and don't, and listeners, there's the key. You just, oh, you're brilliant, Dr. Katie. <laughs> the, everybody in science that studies every day, please don't assume, don't go look for your your personal want. You go in open-minded in everything you do. So here we go. So we're going in open-minded. Okay. So you walk in you and have say, a log book. I have the following situation. My home is, let's just pick a couple of scenarios. My home's 30 years old, which would almost inevitably, depending on which area of the country, mean that you had lead-based solder. Uh, if you're using copper pipes, mm-hmm. you, at that point, if you're using galvanized, may have a little bit of cadmium or some of the other metals leaching, depending on the age and the other circumstances. It may have been rehabbed with uh, PVC or CPVC-type pipe in certain areas of your home. So you've you got to be a detective. This is really, truly a detective's number here. And as much information as you can supply them, they should ask you quite a few detailed questions. Mm-hmm. The next piece would be, are you using, as an example, hot water? What's your hot water heater? Is it new? Is it old? Um, are you doing a tankless? Is it a tank style? So there are a lot of other questions they should ask you mm-hmm. before they even suggest, you know, we'd like you to do this or that type of panel. Typically, you'll see panels because it's going to be a lot more cost-effective than saying, gee, I'd really like to just look at lead. Lead may be part of a larger panel that really would be only a few dollars uh, more, so I'd encourage you to just let them, let them lay it out for you. Well, in your lots of practice of naturopathic medicine, and you're deep into this, whereas a lot of, a lot of the medical field are not so into it because they're practicing so many other kinds of, of medicine. What are some of the things that you have found or bumped into, let's say, that are the most probably the problems that we're running into unknown that people will ignore because they're still alive? Is it the lead in the pipes? Is there something else in the pipes? Because it's, uh, there's a lot of lead in those pipes. Well, here, remember, there's a conundrum here, which is that realistically, lead certainly is one of the top numbers, but I've also seen arsenic as a number. Uh, we're in a rural or semi-rural area, so not everyone, but enough of the folks out here have welds. And in certain patches, there's a higher arsenic level within the strata that they're drawing their water from. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you, first, metals would be a big piece of the puzzle, but if you're anywhere near an industrial area, if you're near a high agriculturally dense area, you'd still have to think outside the box and look at just about everything. Mm-hmm. Remember here where you have um, a lot of pear growing. Now, pear growers generally will use an arsenic-based um, herbicide on their um, on their crop a couple of times a year. So now you've got leaching of arsenic into the groundwater inevitably over time. Right. Well, it does. And that in and of itself in can fact, mimic it many of the same types of <laughs> symptoms as lead and some of the other nasty metal, um, yeah. metals, toxic elements that you would, in yeah. fact, get. Mm-hmm. So a couple of ideas and thoughts out there. So here you are, you're presenting yourself to the local labs. And I'd also encourage people to Go call more than one lab. You know, it costs nothing to sit on the phone for a few minutes and spend uh, a little time educating yourself and ask the questions, what do you see? What do you normally encounter? Mm-hmm. 
The other piece of this is making sure you get adequate water collection. So when you're doing your water collection, they should give you specific instructions on which tap to collect from. And containers. You have to go down and, and get containers a container. Absolutely positive. We have got to be a metal-free, sterile container to start with. Otherwise, you're you. not going to get anywhere. The other piece of the puzzle is they'll probably also want to have you leave your water stand for a certain period of time, depending on the sample, or have you run it for a period of time, depending on some of the parameters. So depending on where you are, you'll think about smell. You'll look at color. You'll look at turbidity. You'll have a clue what else is going on here. The other piece that I found helpful, if, if you're a member of any groups or you just have a number of individuals within your neighborhood that you can speak to, ask them about such things as, what are you noticing about your water? Do you have a softener? Gee, did somebody come by and put a filter assembly on? Um, anyone in the family having some problems or the water just smells or tastes funny? You know, there's a free service, and I have no fiduciary association. Let me make certain that I tell you this right off the get-go. Sears will actually test your water for free. Now, there is a caveat to that, which is they will only do a very minimal test, but it could be a useful piece to start with. And they will supply you with a container. Just go in and ask. Now may I ask you, that is a fascination. Uh, so Sears offers uh, free water testing. Water and testing for free. Now, are they selling filter systems? Yes. So they can, okay. yes. Their intent, of course, is to give you some idea that they have a solution, of course. I mean, there's, there's a reason for this. However, um, to their credit, I will say that they've been very close to the same types of uh, responses that you'll get at a lab for the very, very straightforward test. They'll give you a well, turbidity. They're, they're a very old com- company that's been very established, caring maybe a lot about making sure you make the right decision. And now, the one they thing do I have water softeners. You don't know. A lot of people don't know this, and listeners, you've got to take that serious. When you go to buy a filter system, you better know what your, what your water, the type of filtering your water needs. Don't go just buy a filter system. Walk away and think that is going to be healthy. Sears is doing it right. They want you to have a free test so that when you go to decide the filtering, that you'll, you'll understand your own water. Which brings us to our next piece in this puzzle is that you'd be very pleasantly surprised whether you were going to Lowe's or Home Depot or wherever you are in the country, one of the large box stores, you will see they've got a number of filters. And, of course, before you buy anything, know what you're filtering. But you can do a lot of your own filtration, assuming it's not whole house. And even then, if you're a little bit handy, you really can go the distance. And I'm not trying to say you don't need, at times, to call a specialist. You may. Depends, again, on the water. But in general, there are many home, do-it-yourself circumstances that, seriously, you can do at a reasonable price that's not going to break the budget, Mm -hmm. which brings me to the next piece. Now, let's say... Someone says to you, you know, you really need an RO system, a reverse osmotic system. You no, know, Dr. Kitty, let's hold on to that next piece. Okay. It's, it's, we're doing really well here. And then when we come back, we'll finish that and go on to some of the uh, uh, supplements. Very that good. People are taking and not drinking enough water. Okay. Uh, we're going to listen to our sponsor, and we'll be right back with that next piece.
Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. To reach a show host or guest during the live show, dial toll-free in North America, 866-613-1612. Or if outside the USA and Canada, dial 001-858-268-3068. Dr. Kadish, before we went to our sponsor, mm-hmm. you said there was another part of what you wanted to teach us. And then when we get through that part of it, let's go into the amount of water that people should be drinking when they're taking supplements or have symptoms. But what did you want to educate us about? Okay, so let's go to the second piece, which is some folks have decided that they need either distilled water or they're in need of such products as a reverse osmotic type system. My experience has shown me consistently that there is a higher rate of osteoporosis as the end result. Now, yes, you may be eliminating many of the toxic materials, and they do have that capability, but you're paying a price. And I think that that's a consideration that behooves everyone. I'm glad you're bringing that up, too, because it is a fact. A lot of people don't realize that distilled water and reverse osmotic water is not. Go on. Go forward. It's not the real stuff. So, it is not the stuff. When we talk about those solutions, Thank if you. your water circumstance is such that you're absolutely offered no other alternative, which is the exception, quite frankly, then we need to talk about how are you going to get adequacy in terms of mineralization. Now, that in and of itself is a long-winded and controversial reality because there are no two physicians or scientists who believe the same information. And here's the problem. You're an individual who's unique, and your unique chemistry will probably literally determine that you need an individual solution. And then so, back up, no two eyes are alike, no two fingerprints alike, and they're even finding, if you were hearing some of the latest reports, that they're finding the, facial, the skin on the facial organ is so unusually unique. There's a lot of study going on that. And I've always said, doctor, the skin is so unique on your body treat it with care. So go forward. So the question we'll have to pose to your practitioner is, how would we determine what might be my ideal supplementation, what format, and go forward from there? A couple of suggestions. There are some new tests, one in particular that comes to mind, which actually grows your cells outside your body. So remember we're talking uniqueness here. This is known as a functional test. It's the same, and the analogy I like using with my clients is, unlike seeing if the car idles, we want to put it in gear and see if it runs. Mm -hmm. So in this case, we're going to have you actually do a blood draw. We'll do some supplementation that appears appropriate, and your cells will be exposed to various levels of minerals, and it will tell us from your cells. If we gave more, would they grow better? Or are they at an optimal range where they're doing just fine? So new testing is available so that after you start with a program with your practitioner, you actually can backtrack a step and say, great, is it working? 
because you don't want osteoporosis. You don't want issues and having you're to do. not talking stem cell transplants or all of that. Oh, no, 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 no. Yes. <laughs> you're going for it. Go forward. I like what I'm hearing. So the essence is these tests are very available. They're cost-effective. They're actually insurance reimbursable. Mm-hmm. And I think that may be one of the topics that we should share further information with We've your clients ultimately. That's a very, very exciting uh, evaluation theory going on. It's kind of like when we were hearing... Um, I was uh, there, and then some new studies about the face, the skin on the face. And I've said forever with my studies that the facial organ is the most primary target in your whole life. Your eyes open, your eyes are have to be. If it's not covered by the eyelid at that moment, and your eyelid is open, that fold goes underneath the socket. Your eyes are not covered by nothing. Your nasal passages open and breathe out in and out everything in and out. Your ears, your mouth, your teeth, uh, your skin of that face is a vital part of your whole organism and functioning. People, I guess what happened maybe, and I studied this long ago, is so simply back again. When Cleopatra started putting mud on her face to slow aging, all of a sudden coming forward with all the formulations in the chemistry. Now, when I got into the cosmetic field at one time years ago, High end. Uh, we were with the Lauder family group and, and the Cliniques and that group. That's their family. And then over here with Christian Dior's and Lamcombs. And we could go on and on. Revlon and um, uh, Shiseido and all. Everybody loved the water. And I've said to everybody, remember how important your skin is. It must function from the outside coming in and that you must realize that the facial organ is a target every day. You can't ignore that facial organ. So you're right on. I really appreciate you bringing this up today. Well, I'm going to bait the water, so to speak, by telling you a couple of quick facts. Did you know that the average woman consumes four pounds, yes, that's pounds, of lipstick in her lifetime per year? Now, let's extrapolate off of that. Um, there'll be a new extensive resource page on our website coming up. I'm just about finished with a large-scale article Boy, I on got you. facial. I, I opened that up for you, by the way, listeners. I didn't know we had <laughs> On cosmetic industry issues. And if we want to really go off on a tangent of, boy, you want to talk about the planet, you want to talk about just reasonable health, et cetera, et cetera, <laughs> certainly any woman worth her salt is going to have to really give consideration to if you're putting poison on your face. I hope you're face, not going to tell us ladies to stop using No, no. Color. In fact, one of the reasons this particular project has been in progress for a number of years is because it's only been the last number of years, realistically, that there have been solutions that, no, I don't have to tell you you cannot do A, B, or C, but rather here's a great solution. And it's taken this long in this industry to actually get to the point where there are options. Okay, there comes another show. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's, I, I thought it was fascinating. My, my we were talking about facial been. issues, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, you know, one of those uh, just grabs you and has you thinking type facts is yeah. four pounds. Good gosh. I'm, I know. And but you know what's in it. Here's the key. So some of the years. people you mentioned, by the way, have the highest lead levels of any, which um, you'll see on the site. We actually have them uh, noted. There was a couple of government studies and some other studies done by um, some of the Resource Defense Council folks. Mm-hmm. And when you see the lead level that you're ingesting, mm-hmm. oh, boy, 
Yeah. Oh, boy. Now, let's this go into okay. something. Uh, we'll do a show on that, too, and okay. bring in a lot of people on that, because that's a, a future there. Because everybody, I've said something, Doctor. I was, I have done personal appearances in every finer store in the United States and cosmetics, and with nature's mist, the face of the water. And remember, our field is nothing but, is, is water and hydrotherapy. Everybody just absolutely loved us, respected us, all the way to the high levels of long-term cosmetic fields and people that ran them. Uh, so that's going to be a fun show to talk about. I want to know a little more today, though, for our listeners before we close. We're going to emphasize water, moisture, how vital it is to your everyday. We have a global warming concept going on for education. Let's say concept, understanding. Is it phony baloney? No. Uh, some people are very, very, very confused because even intellectuals, who's right and who's wrong? Uh, but the earth is changing. It has to, like we change. We are born and we pass. And uh, now what's, the, what's causing the passing? The moment you were born, you left your pocket of water, you entered in the air you breathe, the suction cup is depletion of moisture every day called dehydration of the body, loss of moisture. That's depletion of life to death, to passing. I have a strong belief that we live on earth and heaven together. And when we don't say goodbye, that means we're living here to give back, always care, share and be to be everything you need to be to your life and to others. So living here is like a heaven. Um, but when we're drinking the water every day, which is vital, everybody drink water. Make sure it's safe water. Make sure it's uh, clean water. But we need them to drink more water also with those supplements they're selling by billions of dollars and medications. What do you feel about this with your background? Uh, people have a supplement. They're taking like, let's just start out with four supplements or ten supplements. I'm not talking about medication even, a day. And they don't drink enough water. What happens to that supplement, those supplements in their body? Well, I, I think we'd have to subdivide that conversation in the sense okay. that first. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, go forward. Um it depends on the supplement. I mean, obviously, any of the water-soluble nutrients, most of your B vitamins is a perfect example, which would be a majority of your water-soluble nutrients, are going to be essentially concentrated at different levels. You know, here's the big piece. When you go to your physician and they do a simple fasting blood draw, it's always amazing to me how many people will fail to drink fluid, even though we incline them to say, look, mm-hmm. No coffees, teas, juices, but water before mm-hmm. you have this blood draw and after you wake up prior to uh, appearing at the mm-hmm. uh, facility. And you can easily see the concentration effect on everything from red blood cell count on and on and on. I mean, it's just an ongoing, obvious piece, and it's one of the ways that one can give some good visual feedback. But as far as the actual influence, it really is dependent on a lot more factors. It's not a simple answer of just this or that, honestly, mm-hmm. because right. there's a package. It, it's a whole package, and it's just no different than the foot mm-hmm. bone being connected to the leg bone, and on yeah. goes the whole process. <laughs> and you land up with, Wait a second. This is a little bit more complex than uh-huh. making a quick statement. Um, I think that, again, it's one of those pieces that I'd like to end our show on t- is the real proactive piece that a client can take to know what you're drinking, Mm -hmm. 
how much you're drinking, mm-hmm. is it working, mm-hmm. and if you don't have those bits of information, mm-hmm. I think it's like flying in the dark with your lights off. Things I are going to have an adverse uh, outcome. I do agree with you because uh, what's happening is the supplements are important if you understand the supplements you're taking, and you've got to understand them. But if you don't drink enough water, if you because uh, you may have one that doesn't agree with you, and because uh, it doesn't mean every all supplements agree with us, mm-hmm. and uh, that is where we need you, the naturopathic physician. And well, if I was going to close the photo on show anything to today, how would a client mm-hmm. understand whether or not the company that they're spending money towards their supplements is that mm-hmm. company actually mm-hmm. meeting mm-hmm. criteria that says a what you're getting in your capsule is what in fact is on the label as mm-hmm. it's stated, is the purity, quality, mm-hmm. and quantity up to snuff, right. especially if we start talking about those multitudes of various types of herbal products or combination products, mm-hmm. what are you really getting? Mm-hmm. And I think you know, it's something very for clients to know that. Very fascinating. Um, on the newsstands in Oregon, and I would say to listeners, wherever you are, there's a magazine called the Portland Magazine out this month, and it's mm-hmm. talking, did you, I don't know if you've seen it, but it has the conventional medica, da, 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 whatever that is, right. and then you've got your herbalists in there. Mm-hmm. And I was pleased because I've been in the, uh, the, the field of the background of, quote, the pharma, pharmaceutical, the medical field for years since I was young. And in that field of whether they be uh, OBs or uh, dietitian, uh, medical doctors, diet doctor, whatever it be, uh, bari- bariatrics, uh, orthopedics, uh, ophthalmologists, optometrists, uh, whatever it may be, uh, all kinds of medicine through the years. I am so pleased to see that particular magazine integrate, and uh, it's time that everybody begin to learn that you need to take proactiveness, that medical field is asking you, pleading with you to be more proactive. Don't blame the doctor. If you're working, don't blame the employer. You start taking accountability and responsibility to your own health. And that life on this earth can be very, very exciting. It becomes almost your asset to everything you do. It is your asset to everything you do. But, Dr. Kadish, uh, the next time we get together, which I hope you'll do this again, uh, we'll pick a subject, uh, and you and I will talk, because there are some subjects in there that are very exciting to our listeners, and I really appreciate um, you doing one of my favorite subjects of all time is the water. Well, my pleasure. And uh, you have a nice day, and we'll, I hope we, will you do this again with us? I will do this again. And, oh, uh, I I'd love your clients to have perhaps a show on, let's talk about the supplements, but in more detail specific to the supplements. More detail, so they'll understand what they're choosing. They can be proactive, and they actually can be an informed consumer. Thank you. You have a nice day. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. We're going to listen with our sponsor in a minute, but we're having Art Bernstein, which has been one of our favorite uh, guests on every week. I really enjoy Art. His background, he's a master's degree in anthropology, forestry, and he really has a passion. If you heard it in Dr. Kadish, you hear it with our guests. They're coming on here not paid. They're giving their time away from their everyday profession to be part of your life. We're going to talk today about the Antarctica 
and what that influence is happening with all those news reports. We're going to have a message from our sponsor, and we'll be right back. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. To reach a show host or guest during the live show, dial toll-free in North America, 866-613-1612. Or, if outside the USA and Canada, dial 001-858-268-3068. You're listening to the Sharon Kleiner Hour. Life, your life. The power of water global warming and your health and how important this is. This is a mission from everyone on the show and as you know there's so much to learn. Can you learn it all? It's almost like we're meditating together. It's a reminder of reminding some certain issues that are very important. Will we hit on all of them? I doubt it, but we'll try. If you have any questions and would like to bring up some subject matters, email me at Sharon at naturestears.com and come into our site, learn more about us, but you'll see our commitment. But also, there's a lot to learn here worldwide. We're going to be in China soon and we're going to learn there. All over the world, we're going to learn what our lives and our proactiveness and our concerns are living on the planet together. And listeners, you need to know something from me. I have been studying life on this planet Am I an authority? No. I, stick, I stay with water hydrotherapy, the miracles of that water and what it can do for us. Do I look at the religion? Do I look at color, gender, anything, politics? No. We're living in, together. So when you're listening to our show, remember every year, every day, every year, throughout the time, you are part of this earth. You are special. You are special. And Earth's secret, if it was going to have anything at all, we're living together. Look at us together. We all have our differences, and sometimes they're a little more extreme, or they're in the middle, or whatever. But just remember that the power of the water is what we're all about, and that's what brought us all together. Art? Good morning. Good morning. How are you this morning? Uh, I like that. Let's meditate together. I'm re- I'm ready to do it. I know, and I hope that that's what we're going to learn to do here is bring that uh, moment of when people are listening and they come home from work and they turn to which show they want to listen to, and here we are, and we're not going to be aggressive. We're not going to be uh, challenging them, and we're not going to raise our voice, and we're not going to beat the pavement. We just want to kind of relax about what we're thinking about and kind of a reminder all the time of something we all forget. Right. Now, there's been yeah. a lot of news on lately about what's going on with studies again in Antarctica. And uh, refresh us again about 
what's going on in Antarctica? Where are the borders of Antarctica? Which uh, countries of the world are around uh, Antarctica? Well, we've talked about Antarctica a couple more times. We've talked mm-hmm. about Lake Vostok, which is a subglacial lake the size of Lake uh, Ontario. Mm-hmm. And we talked about the southern ocean currents, which are different than the rest of the ocean currents. Now, the southern ocean currents are in which co- part of the countries of the world? Uh, the bottom of the globe. Antarctica is a continent about the size of uh, Australia, mm-hmm. and it sits uh, right on the bottom of the world. Mm-hmm. And the southern ocean sort of swirls around it. Now, let's for fun, I'm going to ask some questions that may seem very, lo- uh, 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 people know. But I'm going to be innocent here. And who owns Antarctica? Now, remember, we have countries of the world. Yeah, uh, there are territories. Which countries own Antarctica? There's a Russian territory and a British territory and a Danish territory. So there's a Russian territory. Yeah. A British territory. That's where Lake Vostok is. And a okay, and a Danish territory. Yeah. Okay, and those are the only only countries that have. Well, there's a U.S. territory. And there's, and there's a U.S. territory. There's a British territory. I know. Okay. If there's any other ones, that are probably Australian, I would guess. It has a little notch in there, too. Yeah. Okay, which country has the most amount of geographic territory? I think it's Russia. Okay. Now, they, what is they, the They own the, the big flat area in the middle. Okay, what is the responsibility to Russia uh, being such a territorial amount of, of geographic there. Do, are there any countries other than the United States of America that's really in their study? Yeah, they all are. They all are, okay. Because we hear so much in America about what they're studying. Yeah, they're I think, trying to keep, uh, Of course, they're keeping so much confidential because as they're studying, the confidentiality is like NASA studying what they have to study and other countries of the world studying what they have to study. They well, keep the it within their own they're country doing... and their own files until they're ready to release certain information. Yeah, the, the, the Lake Vostok studies are, uh, are very good, actually. Mm-hmm. So I'm not an expert on this. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, I was able to find out quite a bit about Lake Vostok when, when we talked about it. Mm-hmm. Now, we were going to bring up today also they're finding, again, and you've talked about this before to our listeners, the fresh Water, fresh water underneath the Antarctica that's been discovered. Yeah, they've discovered, uh, like Lake Vostok, at least 150 lakes of melted water that are like uh, two to five miles underneath the ice. And so they have a, a two to five miles of ice, and then here comes. Uh, Antarctica, most of it is covered by the polar ice cap. Mm-hmm. So it's one one giant glacier, mm-hmm. uh, and the glacier is uh, you know like up to five miles thick. Mm-hmm. Well, they say it's melting now. Uh, but but uh, think of it the same way you think of uh, the the uh, the continental United States. Whenever the crust thickens. Mm-hmm. The weight of the thickened crust causes uh, melting, and that's why you get volcanoes along the edge of the continent. Okay, back uh, up for a second. We're opening up a subject matter that we're going to For the save. same reason, the, the, uh, the thickening causes uh, heating underneath. 
so therefore oh, the say, water at the very bottom of the glacier so, starts to melt. Okay, now, no, no, I'm going to be here again, uh, the innocent questions. You say thickening of the ice. What causes thickening of the ice? Well, snow. <laughs> More snow. Yeah. Okay, so at, there at, at some been... point, the ice, the overburden of ice gets so heavy that heat that it creates heat at the bottom. Aha. Uh-huh. So that's why uh, that's a nature there, there are puddles happening. of melted that is, ice. That is a nature art happening, right? Pardon? That's a nature happening. Absolutely. Nature's causing that. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, so we have a thickening of the ice, and so, of course, it would begin to melt more. Is this maybe some of the questions that are going to be out there in the world of what's causing that? Yeah, well, what's uh, causing that is uh, the snow builds up year after year and uh, it compacts into ice, and that's how you get a glacier. Uh-huh. So. Mm-hmm. That is fascinating because we're all learning a lot, and, yeah. and you know, it's, it's something that is so fascinating, and I have to say to the listeners, too, is we're all fascinated, even the, the people that are somewhat authorities, experts, are fascinated. Are they all agreeing? No. And remember something always, that they're keeping a lot confidential until some other types of information come together to give the actual findings, the sub- substance that it needs to be actually correct. We have a lot of things in science, as we found in our medications and many of our uh, our theories and our evaluations weren't always accurate. The whole thing wasn't always, maybe part of it. So the one thing that we need to learn as we begin to discuss this on the show, when you're uh, uh, reading and listening, remember, stay open-minded with everyone until you find actual. So back to now, Art, on the snowpack coming down, um, and there's a melting then because of the weight. Yeah. And, and the thing of it is that uh, they think that this water has been sealed under there for hundreds of thousands of years mm-hmm. uh, with no contact, with, with no exposure to the, to the air, uh-huh. uh, which makes it uh, a very interesting laboratory to study. Mm-hmm. The problem is if you drill a hole in it, you've ruined it. Oh, pardon? <laughs> what did is, you just say? If you drill a hole down into it, you've ruined it. Art, you will not believe this. I recently asked somebody that. You asked me that. What happens (laughs) if you have a solid ground, a solid ground of anywhere, and for the first time you drill into the ground and change something? Yeah. You'd have to change something. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So they're trying to figure out a way to drill a hole into it. uh, It's kind of like the doctor earlier was talking about some of the the things that they fertilize, this agriculturally fertilize. Well, if you come along and you till it all up and then all of a sudden you you put irrigation on it, would it begin, after it's being tilled, begin to move and then you begin, the rain comes down and would it move down into below the ground as years go by and get deeper and deeper? Yeah, you, so, you never know what you're going to you don't know off what you, when you... And Jerry start. Barnes, one of our guests, said, as a genetic specialist of trees and, and seeds and so on. He said, you know, you take a plant in the forest and you, you dig it up and you move that plant over to another side of the forest. You've done something to change something. I've done Right it. there. <laughs> right? Yeah. You take a person. Let's go another step. You take a species of a civilization of human. You take that person 
and you move them from, let's say, New York to San Diego, what happened to their health for a while? Yeah, that's why uh, time travel won't work. That's why people have called jet lag. Jet lag is every day because you're moving around. You're getting around. And if somebody from... So, uh, so when you d- drill into the ice and you want to study, what are they doing to make sure that doesn't disturb the ecosystem of of that glacier? I, I, I would we call that an ecosystem, but what would be uh, the... Yeah, that's the big challenge is how do you drill a hole in it uh, without, changing something. without letting the air in and changing everything. Mm-hmm. So that's what they're For changing to something. Out. Uh, yeah, changing something. So do they fill it back up? Do they freeze it back up? What do they do? Um, I don't know. They're working. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, that's an interesting one. It'd be fun to have a guest on here about that subject. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway. So, but now the fresh water that's there for all those thousands and thousands of years. Um, I know you've said it before, but let's bring it up to the listeners again. Do you remember how how long ago it was they found that fresh water? Because it was a new discovery. Uh, no, I was reading this article was about it the last Lake thirty Elgort, years. Which is the, the the British Lake. Mm-hmm. Um, they call it the British Lake. It, it, it's owned by the British. It's, it's okay. on Antarctica. Okay. Um, they're trying to figure out a way to tap into it, and they've done sonar soundings and all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when we say fresh water, now that uh, I think it's, it's very so fascinating because they're thinking you're, that maybe there's uh, unique life forms. Uh, well, they have noted that there are some findings of unique life forms. But they'd be anaerobic, which would be bacteria or microbes that don't use oxygen. Mm-hmm. Because I can't imagine that there's very much oxygen in the water. Well, it'd be very cold. But yeah, that not is necessarily. But I mean, there's no way for oxygen to get in except to, from the water. Yeah, water is oxygen. Yeah, but uh, it's talking, oxygen. are you talking about air? Or what, 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 I don't, I've lost you. What there, wouldn't, there wouldn't be free oxygen in the water. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now let's go back to the fresh water. Now, when we're talking fresh water. That means drinkable water? I would imagine, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very pure. Would you do us a favor? Uh, our time is over. Could you give us some information and study, and then we'll put it up on the web uh, after the next time you're on, on a little bit more about what's going on in the studies there. Because remember, listeners, it's all evaluations on all sides of the world. Uh, a lot of countries are not releasing a lot of findings on global warming in this study because they want to be sure that when you're going to make a statement that you've taken your step to be correct. It's that com- important to our life on this earth. But, Art, could you look up some more? Absolutely. Okay, well, I appreciate you being on. Great you to have talk a nice to you. day. Thank you. Okay, bye. Listeners, what a show. Uh, I hope you found this fascinating to add to your one of your favorite indexes to to share with your um, friends and family and acquaintances. Um, my goal is like meditation. Listen as you do whatever you do and learn. And whatever we can do to give you a chance to learn, you're very important to yourself. And remember that is important. Be kind to yourself and you'll always be good to others. Earth has a secret. 
Embrace your life, every precious moment. Earth is whispering. Never say goodbye. Have a nice day.